God has commissioned Dr. Albert and Pastor Jemima Mbai with the mandate of establishing kingship and priesthood in this dispensation. For we do not know how to pray like we ought to, but the Spirit helpeth our infirmities with words and groanings that cannot be uttered. Then you need to do something for yourself by standing upon the integrity and the infallible word of God by believing by faith and you can receive. Grace yourself. The word you're about to hear will leave you inspired and transformed into what it talks about. Now listen. I have a word for you this morning. And I believe that God will minister to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Is it possible to stretch your hand in my direction and just pray? You are in church. I don't think you came to play. Let the word of God come precisely for you. Say, Father, give me a word this morning. Give me a word through my pastor. What will enter my spirit and change it? Thank you, Father. I trust you for, for utterance. I trust you for precision. I trust you for a now word. I trust you for simplicity. Minister through me this morning. I yield myself to you and to you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Matthew 16, verse 18 to verse 19. We started talking about, or we've been talking about the tools that are given to us by God to break the chain of the dragon or to cut off the wings of the dragon. The dragon meaning who? The dragon meaning who? Mammon. Amen. So I'm going to read this scripture to you again. And also I say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, that's a rock of what? I need to say that. And you know what? It will help you if, you if you know the answer. Don't think it. Say it. Because it will help you too. Praise the Lord. Upon this rock of what? Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades shall not do what? So when you have revelation... The gates of hell cannot prevail. The only time that the gates of hell prevail is when you don't have revelation. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Verse 19. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, colon. The keys of the kingdom of heaven, colon. Meaning, let me tell you what this means. When you have those keys, whatsoever you bind on earth is bound where? And whatsoever you do what? Lose on earth is loosed in heaven. So when we talk about these things that we've been talking about, we, we took out months of explaining what mammon is and other spirits that rule in hell and the different dimensions that are uh, this spirit comes out. We talked about the seven princes of hell. We talked about where you can see them in society. We talked about how you can, you know, identify if your life, your business is being plagued by any one of these spirits so that you will know to call it by name. And I can give you many instances. Jesus will come and say, who are you? As he's casting out a spirit. The spirit will name itself. So we're not doing anything extraordinary. Amen? There are princes and rulers over territories. There are, there are demons assigned to certain territories. 
Amen. Amen. Like the demon called Mammon or the dragon assigned over Asia. And I began to share with us how Asia rose up from the background of nowhere and became a global power. That today there are more millionaires in China than there are anywhere in the world. A research was made that says if Chinese people refuse to travel, the entire travel system of the world will crumble. Amen. Amen. That if they make up their minds they are not traveling, the entire traveling system of the world will crumble. Now, secondly, they said if Chinese people decide to float their own airline that has the capacity to connect with everywhere in the world or an airline system that can connect with everywhere in the world, they will shut down all other you know, airline services because they have the money, they have the knowledge, they have the whatever. He's a Chinese man that will leave his country and go and sit in another country and run that country. How do I know? When you run the economy of a place, you run them. Praise the Lord. Why did that happen? Because China and Asia as a whole decided to give, to submit themselves as a nation officially to the worship of the dragon. And every February, anybody who knows China knows that they shut down in February so that they can honor the dragon. And he's all over the street. They take him around. They play all over the place. And then one of the most intriguing things that I discovered is that, you see, I, I bless God for the way the Spirit of God is moving with me this morning. He has, you know, he showed me what is happening even in the so-called Islamic countries. How the dragon is being worshipped even in so-called Islamic countries. If you travel to Iran, we have a video, but I don't know if this present media have it. We played it when we were in Novo Suite. About a woman who is a member of House on the Rock in Abuja. And I went and had a teaching. I was supposed to preach one sermon. It was a meeting for families. And then they said, come and teach us as families how to make money. And I said to the pastor, I don't like teaching people how to make money without telling them what money is. Because if I show you business, hey, they do it like this, hey, they do it like that, give you the principles of business, come to work early, do like that, like that, write a good business plan, and you don't know anything about the spirit, we are wasting time. So he said, okay, pastor, just go, go as you are led. I had only two hours in that whole program, because there were other speakers. And when I was done, I went back to my hotel, the pastor's wife called me. She said, pastor, I said, yes, I want to put the phone on speaker. There are more than 600 people in the office and outside saying you cannot go back. You must remain and complete this teaching. They are ready to come out of their houses at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. If you will stay back and continue this teaching. I ended up having five sessions with them, bringing this understanding. Where am I getting at? A lady in that place and her husband were already planning to relocate to the UAE. Which one consigned Arab with dragon? But they listened to the message. They went there and had problems with their visa. And they were made to ship them. Herself and her daughters were made to go and wait in Iran until their documents were ready. When they went to Iran, they saw people who had been there for three years. They, they, they lost their mind of going back to their country. And they lost, they, they still weren't given the visa. And they were being kept in a public hotel that is owned by the government. They were not paying for their accommodation. Families were sending them money for food, but they were still staying in Iran. Common sense didn't tell them. So she was sitting down one day, and she said she noticed that they used to come out in front of the compound because it became like a refugee camp, so many people there. 
and she will come out and then she will notice some cats who come and do whatever. The people who cook for them will go to a particular pond and sprinkle salt inside and then take out a, a little out of it. She didn't know whether they were putting it in the food or whatever, but she noticed that they were doing that. Guess what? Then her spirit, you know, when you are a child of God and you sit under teaching, you don't understand what it is doing. Now some people say, let's finish this series and go where? My question to you is, and go where? Who is chasing you to finish it? Let us finish it. Let us go with understanding. She heard the message. And suddenly God opened her eyes and she saw in that place that has the pond where they used to go, there was a huge image of a dragon in Iran. And she took her time to move around the city. And she saw that in the, in the, on a map, in the very heart of Iran, is the biggest image of a dragon she had ever seen. Which one consigned Islam with dragon? Is to tell you that there's something ongoing. I don't know if, if maybe Bam Shagid is, I don't know, if I is there. Just last week or last month, the United Arab Emirates, I showed you the image of the dragon mat, right? Which I told you they built a second one. With the image of the dragon holding the map of the world, right? Now, in the Emirates Mall, you, you know, people will be thinking, eh, mommy, but the, the dragon mat is the Chinese people that own it. But this one now is Emirates Mall. The ruling family permitted that the image of a dragon be placed in front of, I mean, inside of the Emirates Mall. And I wish that, I have it on my phone. I don't know if you have it. If they have it, this, this is the dragon mat in the UAE. This is not the one I want. This is in Emirates Mall. They just built it. So Steph, uh, Sharon and Josh went there to do some shopping and then she, they, were, they were frozen. Sharon calls me. She, said, she sent me a message. She said, Mom, call me. I called her. I said, what is this? I, I, will, I will send you some pictures. You know, these things you are saying, so many people think, is just trying to be deep. She said, but these people are more than serious. She said, do you know? They came and did a ceremony to open that, that image that they put. And you need to see it. I believe God that the media department will be able to put it on. Not in the dragon mat now that you say it, it belongs to China. It belongs to the Emirate Council. They didn't know which image to put there. It's not the image of a mosque they put there. Is the image of the dragon with his red eyes and wrapped around whatever, looking at the whole world. They are not playing if you are playing. If you are struggling with being totally committed to God, I need you to know that there is a world that exists beyond the world that you are seeing. And that world is dead serious in terms of prosperity. They know the only way they can crumble the church is if they can afford economically to shut us down. That is the reason why if today you come to Plato and find in born-again churches, which Holy Ghost born-again believer has money to run for campaign? We have vision. We have passion. We have commitment. But they've held the resources. And we are afraid to enter into the economic world. They've terrorized us by lies. They've also told us that it is greed or it is being uh, 
carnal to desire it. And we bought that lie. But truth is coming to us today that we need to not just know how to make money, but know how to deal with this dragon. When this lady discovered that this is what is going on, she came back. She went back to her phone and listened to the teachings again. How do you tame the dragon? She, she bought my book, God's Financial Blueprint, and she sat down to read it again. She said she read it in, by, by morning. She finished reading it. Then she now took a seed and said, the wings of this dragon that wants to keep me and my children here. She broke the wing, put a seed in an envelope, no church to give it to. Say, when I reach where there is church, I will give it. But as far as I'm concerned, this money is given. And then she made a decree. The Bible says you cannot enter into the house of a strong man and say you are... The Bible says there's a translation that said he's armed to the teeth. And then you say you want to spoil his goods. You have to come with something. Let me tell you, your tithes, your offering, your vows, and your seed, they are a supernatural weapon that is given to you to tame the dragon. They look weak. They look, they look what? You are seeing the picture of this dragon and you are telling me that it's one offering I'll put in an envelope? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you think that you are going to meet the dragon face to face? Prayer works, but you cannot go to war without a weapon. However you pray, you have to have something in your hand. Is anybody with me? So don't take these teachings lightly. I've been teaching this thing for so many years. And there are people who have heard it who still think it's a joke. And you would know whether <laughs> it's a joke or not. When you are old. You will wish you went back and did the things that you needed to do. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we began to talk about offering as a weapon to cut off any, at any time that they, they have the, this. Okay, that's my phone, yeah? So go through my chat with Sharon and give it to them. At any time that uh, you have that image, put it for me. I will take it from there. But you need to understand that Latter House as a church is not bringing you this teaching so that we can take your money. You need to understand it. Almost every one of us here has secured a form we are looking for a grant. If it is your money I'm looking for, I will not tell you about the grant. I will pay for one or two and shut my mouth. It's not your money I'm looking for. I'm looking for what will establish this money in your hand when you receive it. I'm looking for what will make you have other ideas bigger than the grant. I'm looking for what will develop from your spirit that will make you a kingdom financier. That's what I'm looking for. Are you listening? And God has told me that in this latter house, he's going to raise saviors. He's going to raise saviors, financial saviors. So you are in a straight situation right now. I'm aware of it. Amen. I'm aware of it. We all go through it. You have an issue that you are wondering, hey, this woman that is talking, this woman that is talking, billion, billion you are calling. Yes. I will be calling those billions until you develop spiritual diarrhea and remove all the toxins that you've had in your system. There is nothing wrong in you being a billionaire. That is the plan of heaven. Is it all about money? 
Let daddy finish the message on healing. Let me tell you how to make money. Because if I tell you how to make money and you are sick and will die of sickness, we have failed. If you are a, a very healthy, poor man, we have failed. God didn't give you two, I mean one hand to run. What makes you think you will run with one hand? I mean, he didn't give you one leg. He gave you two. Because you need the financing and you need the anointing. This is in Dragon, I mean, sorry, this one is in Emirates Mall. They just launched it with plenty of Rubutu honoring it. Then around it, they put all kinds of images of different kinds of young people who are committed to different kinds of sports. That's Tagoyoma. This thing is not joke. You don't have to like your pastor. Just listen. You don't have to like my hair as much as I like it. Just listen. Don't worry yourself about the cost of my research. It's not your matter. You didn't leave church. If you did that one, you will Google at home. You didn't leave home to come to church for that. You came to receive truth. Are you listening to me? I will bring to you this teaching as honestly as I know. I will not give you an example that is a false example. If I challenge you towards righteousness, it's because I've seen what unrighteousness has done to people who grabbed money. I've seen what being stingy with the things of God did to people. And I saw what it did to me. Bringing help to the kingdom without anybody clapping for you. I saw what it did to me. I saw how entering into the business world to bring money to do ministry. I saw what it did to me. And I saw people who entered the business world to just build their own house. Daddy and I were talking two days or three days ago with Stephanie. You know they are preparing my 50th birthday. Amen. So, I'm praying that the Lord will give me stamina, Daddy. Amen. Amen. So Daddy brought some pictures that was given to him by some people. He made the old, old pictures of me and him and them, Stephanie. When the birthday comes, you will see those pictures. But between now and that day, I'm delivered from you seeing <laughs> what I was. And after you see it, the Lord will wipe away the image from your head <laughs> so that you can relate with this present person standing in front of you. The depth, the depth of poverty and lack. How? We were talking that day. I said, man of God, but those days, when we were removing our shirt and putting inside offering basket, there were other people sitting with us who looked at what we were doing and said, wow, why? Wow, why? We have been churches now. So Today, please hear me with the utmost sense of humility. should you walk away and translate it into pride. It's just the truth. There is no pastor we sat under that is richer than us. Wow. 
Waioni. Iawani. They took money from us to do ministry. They got the honor. We had the approval. They developed visions that were funded by our pockets. They weren't partakers. Of funding those visions. And we woke up one day and saw fear that is it me today that people are saying she's using money. They were not on the same planet. Up until getting married. So where you are today, ignore it and hear what I'm saying. Practice it and give God time. Practice it. Practice it. Church of God, practice it. We dealt with three rules or four rules of giving what offerings, right? Or three rules. What's the first one? If you can remember, just shout it out. Don't ever appear before the Lord without an offering. If pushing comes to shove, you enter the basket. You will become the offering. But offering basket pass in front of you, don't ever. Number two. Pardon? Give according to how the Lord has done what? Blessed you. Give according to how he has blessed you. That's the second rule. The third rule was, was what? Do it how? From a willing heart. From a willing heart. Oh, the school of ministry for me when we're talking about leadership. That particular course was touching to me as a person. Where your heart is far away from where your head is. You deal with God's people from the heart, not from the head. The head bears witness to what somebody did wrong, but the heart must be the heart of Christ. He didn't share his love abroad in our heads. He shared it abroad in our hearts. Hallelujah. So when you're coming to give an offering, let it be from a willing heart. The reason why some of us sold and we didn't get results was because we sat under men who put something in their mouth. They deceived us into giving. We gave with grumbling, and it didn't work. One of the things I said last week is that grumbling over your seed sown is an acid. Number four, give cheerfully. Give cheerfully. Not just willingly, give cheerfully. Second Corinthians 9 verse 7. When you come to give your offering, please, there is an attitude that you need to attach. You know, Dr. Mba. Kasaniko, yes, Badamwa. She has an. There's something that worries me as a person. When you see praise going on to God, not to the choir, not to Sam, not to the instrumentalist, and you see a Christian with the attitude of, I know go dance. Now by force. It's not by force, my brother. It's not by force, my sister. Don't celebrate God. Let's see who will celebrate you. Let's see now. 
You are not a member of security. You are not a member of protocol. Who has to watch what is happening because of the nation we are in today? Some people will even sit. The excuse is that I'm not feeling well. Where do you hope to get healed? Where do you hope to get healed? You know why? Because we believe that when we do what we are told to do, we are honoring the person with the microphone. It is a carnality in our hearts that we are honoring the person with the microphone. Forgetting that there is a presence. Forgetting that scripture says he, God, inhabits the praises of his people. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. I have never seen a man of God or a woman of God that has any degree of impact that is not a praise-oriented person. I have never seen it. Amen to the Lamb of God. Amen to the Lamb of God. So when we read this scripture, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7, we're going to read that scripture more than once. It says, so let each one give as he proposes in his heart, not grudgingly or what? But God loves a cheerful giver. Let me address it to our present day world. Sam, if I come with a gift in my hand and I want to give you and there is one frown on my face, take. You will ask, what is the problem? Is this a gift? Yes. Did anybody force you? Even with this one I'm saying, let thanksgiving come. You will still see some people, because she said it, let her not think we are going to dance. They will slap the basket with the envelope. Church will collect your money. What type of mumushous life is it? You have lost your money and you lost the blessing. It's mumu. You still give. Now, the one who will give you reward, you didn't give him what will make him, make him give you the reward. So you drop the offering with a frown. I know. So you drop it and walk away. Church, we collect your money. We will. Pastor Akpan and his descendants will sit down, count the money, go to the bank and put it. Use it to pay staff salaries. And do expenditure of church. And you go home with nothing. So if you are not going to accompany your offering with a cheer, keep it on your cheer. Amen. Sit down with it and refuse to give. Don't lose two ways. Don't lose two ways. You are safer doing it with joy. Because first and foremost, that merry heart will do good like medicine to you and then the same God will add a blessing on you. Inane zunubin daria. Menene damon daria. A girl in our former church met us and asked me and my husband, what is life about that I will smile? I'm not playing, he's here. She said, what is the joy about life that I will smile? I know that you are not saved. Because the Bible talks about the joy of salvation. 
when you are born again, there is a joy that is bubbling inside of you. Why are you always happy? Because I'm saved. We draw water from what? The wells of what? It's called the waters of joy that we draw out of the wells of salvation. When you are saved, you have every reason to be joyful. You are saved. You are not going to hell. And even on earth, there are everything Satan has to offer is not part of what you will ever get in your life. Is that not enough to make you joyful? If it is not joy coming from salvation, a woman in her 50s will not say, I'm content not married. You didn't hear that statement. What is it that made, makes Christian women marry unbelievers? Or so-called Christian women? is lack of genuine salvation that will give you joy outside of another person. If I don't have a relationship with Jesus, if my joy in life will only come from Dr. Albert, the day he annoys me, bad joy came. The day I annoy him, bad joy came. It comes from salvation. It comes from salvation. When you have a relationship, there you see the Bible says where the spirit of God is, liberty is there. The spirit of God. Do you know that some of us Christian families used to put up an act in order to even have fight? Amen. Because God is in you. What do people do to divorce? <laughs> what you as a Christian has gone through without the divorce is because somebody in that marriage wasn't saved. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So whatever you are doing to God, not just offering, make it cheerful. I didn't say you must come and dance like DSS. That's not what I'm saying. That you must dance like uh, Othniel. Did you see the person leading praise today? When he said, uh, Kelvin, jump, jump, jump. I stood there and shook my waist. Even if I cannot jump, I can shake my waist. Because that boy is 20-something. <laughs> when he said that jump, 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 he doesn't know what he's saying. 